Hey dorks, just a quick message reminding you to head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast and give us a follow. We live stream when we record our new podcast episodes and we're live streaming video game sessions on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We're playing super rad stuff like Among Us, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, Jackbox Games, and Tabletop Simulator. Come hang out and play along with us. That's twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Mind Gap Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I am Doug. I am Justin. And God damn it, I'm so excited because we've got some return guests with us. And not only that, another wonderful duo from another wonderful podcast known as the Review Universe. Please welcome Chris and Steve. Welcome back. Hey. Oh, God. Oh, thank you. That's, um, I'm going to go check that out. I'm I'm liking this new shock jock uh, (laughs) vibe that you guys have going on. Uh, it really fits. I think it fits what you guys have have here. And um, <laughs> for those watching Twitch, you're going to see butts and boobs later. That's right. Oh yeah, we're we're all in the same room. Um, right. There's a cardboard cutout of Howard Stern here, and a lot of Jello in a mini mini kids pool in the middle of the room. So I'm 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 horny to figure out where this is going. Yeah. Every time I've tried, I was doing Howard, but a mini kids pool. <laughs> <laughs> it's extra yeah. small i just want to point out that that's what's what's here anyway carry on everybody You're doing great. <laughs> uh so uh <laughs> well we're glad to have you all here and, and if you guys don't know chris and steve they've been on the like i said they've been on the podcast before and they have their very own podcast called the review universe uh go ahead and tell everyone about your podcast what it is what it's about where they can find it let's get that let's get that up out here at the top at the top of the show sure yeah um a podcast is uh called the review the review universe with chris and steve and it stars a good old friend named steve Mm -hmm. of mine and uh a good other friend named chris who is also myself and we are stuck in a room together and we have to review everything in the universe which usually just means loose themes. Like we did an Oscar special where we reviewed Oscar, the, um, the Sylvester Stallone movie and an Oscar Wilde poem and Oscar the Grouch. So it's, it's, it's fun stuff like that. We took a a little hiatus on Sesame street. That's true. (laughs) We took a little hiatus this year, um, because of the pandemic, but we started up a YouTube channel, uh, called the stream universe. And we have like, 100 plus mm-hmm. episodes of us playing random video games on there. Uh, so, yeah, there's, we've, uh, there's nothing there's nothing behind that one. It's literally just us playing games and talking to each other. That's yeah, it. That's there's what no, stre- like, that's what streaming shit. is. Yeah, right. Well, Absolutely. we do review. Well, so, I don't know. Like some, there's the like characters and stuff. Yeah, it's We're not called not the Stream Review Universe, Steve. It's called the Stream Universe. Okay, because that would just be a podcast about people who only review streams. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> Yes, which by the way, uh, Northern Northern Pike Creek stream 
dude. They got the clearest fucking water this side of the Mississippi, yeah. which is not a stream. It's a river, yeah, so don't... we don't review it. Uh, so what kind of what kind of games do you guys play on the uh, streamed universe? <laughs> um, uh, we, we have a, a lot of yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, please. You no, have please. a delay, so it's really frustrating to try to talk to you, Steve. You're like yeah. three seconds behind everybody <laughs> else. We did that purposely because yeah. he swears so fucking much. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you got to bleep him in real time. <laughs> um, but That's no, fair. we we have we have a yeah, few different uh, se- series is going on. But uh, the the lar- longest one we have going on is Binding of Isaac, which is uh, one one of mm-hmm. our favorite games. Um, it's uh, yeah. Steve. What 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 else did you enjoy doing? We did uh, so my my hands down favorite. Um, not necessarily for the game, but just for having a good time with you playing. It was uh, Human Fall Flat. Mm. It was really fun. So any sort of like anything we can do co-op is fun. Uh, so we, that was fun. We did uh, it was like a way out the prison escape game. Uh, yeah. That's really fun. Uh, gosh, what else? We've been we, we're in Dark Souls three. We're oh wow, know, like oh two. Excuse no one remastered. I'm sorry, Dark Souls one. Third time's a charm. Yeah, you um, had three shots and you got to <laughs> laugh. <laughs> It was fourth. Uh, (laughs) What else have we been playing? We also do we do the stream universe tries, which is fun, where we try games. games. Just um, Mm -hmm. I like the five dollar play along, which is really fun, where we'll buy each other a game that's five dollars or less in the PlayStation Store. Uh, And sometimes you get like really great deals. You get like a cool game that's just on super duper sale. Uh, There's also some real shitties out there, of course. Uh, And we've played some of those, like like the caveman one. Um, oh yeah, and then PlayStation Plus or minus. We do a lot, as it turns out. That's true. <laughs> uh, which we review the PlayStation, or we, we play the free PlayStation games that they give out every month, and give it a plus or a minus, meaning we will continue to play it or not. Cool. That's I awesome. That's I'm, I, I, you know, with yeah, the pandemic, we we've gotten a lot more into streaming, obviously as well. That's become how we do our podcast, yeah. and we also do a Saturday night stream as well. Uh, you know, playing different games. So I, I just get excited to see other people doing this stuff. So I'm really happy you guys are, uh, you know, going strong and doing some streaming stuff. So people can just search for the stream universe on YouTube and find you guys. Yep. Yep. Should be able to find us. Um, yeah. it's cart- pixel versions of us. I have glasses on. Oh. Sorry. I feel like, I feel like I killed the conversation probably because of the delay. No, you're not. No. You're not killing anything. You're doing great. This is face. I didn't oh, mean, okay. I didn't mean to make you oh, feel okay. nervous, Steve. Um, uh, you're doing great, buddy. Keep it up. You know the guy who sprinkles the salt and the steak like this? Salt Bay, yeah. With the with yeah. the flair. That's just what you're doing to this conversation. You're just you're seasoning the shit out of this. Oh, okay. Um it okay, great. I'll take it. But but it doesn't stop, so the salt just continually keeps <laughs> piling up and then it gets a little too salty. But you know what's funny right. is my microphone is actually on a big tub. I don't know if you can see this. <laughs> Is that salt? <laughs> no, it's sugar. But <laughs> okay. you could have you could have leaned into I it. I call I call sugar sweet salt. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to our viewers. <laughs> Listen, y'all. Speaking of salt, this is Chris's sweet, uh, like complaining salt. corner of the of the episode. We all know everyone's favorite segment. <laughs> well, where Chris goes on a quick really? rant in the Mind Gap episode it's about what is corner. annoying him this week. <laughs> yeah. And guess what? 
This week, he's taken on Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. That's right. The book, the Netflix show. He bought it, and it was a good book. But we made a chicken dish, and the recipe said put way too much salt in it. Literally quoting, way too much salt in it, like way too much, more than you ever would think is comfortable. So we did that, and then we ate the recipe, and we ate the meal, and it was too salty, and I couldn't eat it. So, what's up, Nassim Pedra? Because it was stupid. Wow. Anyways, that's Chris's annoyance corner. For the See you later. So here's the thing, though. My favorite thing is like he led you right into the fact that it was too much salt. I feel like you can't be mad. He was in the recipe, yeah. right? But shouldn't it be At the edible? Very least, you knew it was a risk. You knew it was a risk. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever had an an a dish with too much salt, but where it's like it's almost yes, like it's, sour. Or oh, it's, yeah. it's salty. just like you're just like the no, first time I've never had that much salt before in like a dish. It's inedible. You can it's like in cartoons when their like faces shrivel up and dry. It really feels like that. It's <laughs> right. really bad. I hate it. The first time I ever made a steak by myself like an at home i was like oh this is gonna be great i think i know what i'm doing i always heard like oh just like cake it in salt on both sides because that's what gives it the flavor i might have gone a little too like i deep like if you were to like how much flour is when you deep fry something that's how much salt was on this thing i've had too much salt before it was a a bummer and then you knew it was too much when a deer came through your front door and started licking it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and here's the thing it was venison so it was even weirder you know <laughs> right really it was weird. fucked up right like and then i woke up and i said i'm never doing lsd again <laughs> right well, i'm not gonna drive on lakeshore drive i'm taking the main roads <laughs> well we're off to a great start here so it's before we reference. before we we go too far and just a couple of quick housekeeping things uh number one don't forget to follow us on spotify can follow us and listen to us wherever you get your podcast, but don't forget Spotify. Second of all, join our Discord community. If you're on Twitch right now, just head on down. There's a little icon that says Discord. Click on that. Join our community. We've got a we got a bunch of great nerds in there. We are constantly setting up game nights, uh, talking stuff, Dungeons and Dragons. We're doing memes. We're doing clips. We're doing whatever we want. It's so much fun. Come join us. Come hang out. We'd love to have There's you there. There's no adults. We can do whatever we want. We do whatever we want. We stay up late. It's a Wait, real really? fun time. Yes. Yeah. Oh, whatever oh, we want. As much peanut butter as you want. <laughs> mm. um, also, uh, we have merch at a store. You know, we'll probably change. <laughs> that won't promote. We'll probably dump them soon because they're giant sacks of shit. But hey, teespring.com slash store slash the number two, the letter E, the number eight. Buy it while yeah, you can, or don't. Are whatever. Saying, wait, are you saying tea, that's the the Teespring is is sacks of shit? You, yeah, Teespring is, is just a giant sack of shit, and I won't rec- don't recommend it for anybody. Not at all. Wow. When you when you this when you set stuff up podcast. as a listing, that's the sound it makes when you hit submit, as it fires mm-hmm. back at you and says, "Hey, there's copyright infringement on a logo that you own." And you're like, oh, wait, I'll fill out a counterclaim and say, hey, actually, I own this. Can you re-release it? And then you get an automated response that says, hey, I'm so sorry. Our image uh, detection program mislabeled this, so you should be good to go in the next 24 hours. In the next 24 hours, when you resubmit it, you get a claim saying, hey, uh, your copyright infringement. And then you do this three more times, and no one helps you, and they don't give a shit. 
Um, so teespring.com slash complaint corner with special guest Doug this week in the chat. We've got hey man, people we like chiming in. Uh, oh boy. Here we go. Woof. <laughs> this is what we were promised. Do you want to go ahead and queue up the song, Justin? There, yeah, there it is. I mean, Jared called it. We're, we're already getting a request for the song. So here we go. stuff is stupid. Stuff is dumb. Doug hates stuff. <laughs> Doug hates so much stuff. Is, is that, that a Mind Gap original? That's it that's is. that's yeah. a that's a Justin Strader. Everyone's like already like play the song, so they know it. They know what they they're that's usually great. the ones wanna... that that remind us that hey, play the fucking song. It's time. Yep. So I'm gonna become a WWF WWE wrestler and walk out to that song. I'm that's not gonna real... wrestle, Full but I'm gonna get this. to the Nassau Coliseum, walk out the thing with lasers in that song, and then I'm gonna. I was just like, is your wrestler name going to be Doug? (laughs) (laughs) uh, Maybe Dig Doug. Like a shovel, like like a leather kind of like garter belt kind of thing. Like one of those gimpy things. And like, I don't know, like a (laughs) yellow miner's hat with the the light. Right. And then I walk out to that song. Actually, could you just play the song again? (laughs) Absolutely. Stuff is stupid. Stuff is dumb. Doug. Stuff. Steve, could well, you please like, leave and walk out? My, <laughs> this was my um, Steve. Walk out to the song. You were you were on screen when the song started. If you want to well, be a true wrestler, stand oh, up sorry, go and go do it. Okay. Um, yeah, let's do this. I'm just yeah. hoping I can hear it. I'll give you a five second countdown. <laughs> if you're just listening, uh, Chris is counting down for Steve to. Walk into frame here. Right. Yeah. I love Five, the fact that our four, podcast listeners are going to love three, this. Two, one. Here we go, bud. Stuff is stupid. Stuff is dumb. <laughs> stuff. He didn't. He didn't do it. He's, he's still off screen. He's now. still not back. <laughs> three, two, one. Stuff is stupid. Stuff is dumb. Doug hates stuff. He's not carrying the axe. It's all good. It's all good. He's supposed to have a shovel. I, I, this is it's, it's all right. This is. <laughs> Points to the camera. Thumbs down. Absolutely. Oh, this Ooh, is the bit. I give that these a two out of ten. Oh. These are the bits that work on an audio medium. This is what I love. This is what I love. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, also, I'm really good at uh, Justin, do you have like a, a little sound effect that's like a big deal, like an announcement sort of thing? You got something you can queue up for us? Like, we hit 25,000 downloads on MindGap. A little over five years, 25,000 downloads. I uh, just want to say Those thank you guys. They were very happy. Uh, thank you to everyone who listens to the show and downloads. I think this year alone we hit we had eleven thousand. So I, you know, thank wow. you all for listening and hanging out with us and uh, supporting guys like Chris and Steve and all of our guests that come on here. Truly, we really appreciate it. You know, we have fun doing this, and it's just nice to know that you know people listen. So thank you all very much thank for you. that. So congrats, guys! Congratulations! Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Jared That's says cool. Jared says twenty four thousand eight hundred of those were him. So thank you, Jared. <laughs> 
Um, also, just a reminder, in case you don't know, we do play and stream games every Saturday night at 8 p.m. Central Time at twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Last Saturday, we played Left 4 Dead 2, and holy shit, did we have a good time. We got so many great clips and highlights. You can check those out on our Twitch page. Uh, check out those clips and highlights. Insanely good time. One of my all-time favorite games, which, by the way, if you don't know, there is a winter sale going on on Steam, and Left 4 Dead 2 is $2. So oh, wow. pick up that game for $2. You're, you can thank me later. So do that. It's it was a, so much it's fun. It's a great game. Phenomenal will even game. buy you a copy of it for $2. Look at that. He will buy you sure. a copy of it for $2. <laughs> yeah, just one of you, though. Just yeah, one of you. It's a, it's a contest. Um, and it has to be in person, though. And you have to record your best cover of Doug Hates Stuff. Ooh. That's the entry into Grand yes. Prize. And you know what? I will, uh, I'll even front uh, like a second place, right? So Chris will give $2 to the winner. I will give $2 to the person in second place. You mean the person who lost? Are, you, are we only anticipating two people doing no, I'm that? just saying you get the first place, and then the next person is the person who lost, right? Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. I do that, too. that works. That works. Yeah. So, so Steve, uh, you draft gets... up the terms and conditions, and then okay. we'll, we'll send them over to you guys. Uh, we'll have our lawyer look it. it over. Yeah. That'll be no, great. Fair warning. They're, they're similar to Teespring. Ooh, yeah, our T's, and, our T's and C's are very close to T's, which is Teespring. T's, um, yeah. Our T's are like their T's. Uh, our C's are different. Anyway, right, uh, this coming Saturday, <laughs> this coming Saturday, uh, I'm going to play a game called Total War Warhammer 2. It's a strategy game. Uh, I love it. I've logged <laughs> close to 700 hours in this game. And here's the thing. I'm also not very good at it. So uh, mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite games. So I'm looking forward to playing it. So come check that out. It's based in the Warhammer universe, the fantasy universe. It's sort of a strategic game. If you've ever played a Total War game like Total War Rome, Total War, um, Shogun, uh, all that sort of stuff. Really cool game. I'm a big fan of it. Come hang out. That's 8 p.m. Central Time. Twitch.tv slash Podcast. Come hang out and have a good time. All right. With all that done. Oh, sorry. sorry. No, Steve, please. Uh, I feel bad. You had a good flail. Uh, Thanks. Is Warhammer the one where when we were younger, like you painted the little guys, like the monsters, and you painted them? Cool. So that's just like... Tabletop RPG. Like, oh, okay. So now that's just like a, is it kind of like a Warcraft sort of, or is well, it different? Let me say this. Warcraft stole from Warhammer. Ooh. Oh, okay. You hear that blizzard? Yeah. Uh, fuck you, blizzard. Just yeah, like they stole from, you, they, they based Starcraft off of Warhammer 40k. So, um, oh. and yeah. they based Star Fox off of the Fox and the Hound. That's so yes. god they based the damn fox true. And the hound off of a fox and a hound. Mm-hmm. True. Oh, is it my turn? Uh, <laughs> and they based that fox off of Michael J. Fox, and they based that hound off of uh, um, the Long Island Sound, which rhymes with hound. Doug, take us home. It's been a long day. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, you know, you just got to remember one very important thing. I put my dick in was. So just keep going from there. All right. So. Oh, is um, that Matt from New Zealand? <laughs> that is. That is. Who said that? Matt from New Zealand? It's Matt from New Zealand who just. Uh, Matt you know, from New Zealand. 
Yep. Ah, okay. Absolutely. Um, New Zealand, where they filmed that uh, Star of... Wars trilogy. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Harry, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Jared, you dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he was our fan first. You guys stole yeah. it. So a little bit of backstory. Um, the good old days. We, uh, we were playing. Uh, Australian fucking nice, man. <laughs> We, we were playing Left 4 Dead 2, and I told Jared we were going to have Chris and Steve on uh, for the podcast. He goes, oh, I can't wait. I love Chris and Matt. And I was like, Chris and Matt? He's like, oh, shit. I mean, Chris and Steve. And, uh, you know, just good to know that he's still a fan of you guys, you know? Mm-hmm. To be fair, we haven't uploaded an episode for uh, since March. Actually, we uploaded two episodes this week. Uh, so check yeah, those out nice. for the holidays. Listen, we, uh, one of them, anyone. we do a, a, an advent calendar together well, virtually. And the other one, we give each other presents and nice. open them live on air. That's so oh, cool. It's our holiday Can I tradition. ask, was one of yes. the advent calendars that you procured from Trader Joe's? No, um, it ah. was an LOL pop surprise trader or Trader Joe's. It was an LOL pop surprise <laughs> advent calendar and a friend's advent calendar. Yeah. Oh, that's um, actually, uh, Justin, we, yeah. not this, not like two weeks ago, obviously, but last Christmas, uh, Chris and I were at Target doing, prepping for this podcast, because uh, we usually, you know, go to Target and walk around, and we bumped into you and your family. Yes, you did. Was, yeah, you and your dad, yeah. I think. It was that, yes, that's right, it was that same, we were doing that same episode last year, and we bumped into uh, you and one or two family members, I, I can't quite recall, but. That sounds a little correct. Uh, I do remember my, really exciting guys, for but I do not remember my family being there. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry I to just goes to show you how memorable was, you guys are. Was was there a reason why you brought up Trader Joe's advent calendars? Was it uh, I just that's the only place that I've seen advent calendars recently because you and I both live right near a Trader Joe's. Yeah, and so yeah. when I saw that you guys did that, I was like, oh, I was like, I think I told Doug and, and Seth, I was like, I guarantee one of the advent I thought you guys were reviewing like 10 advent calendars, like which advent calendar is the best. And so I'm like, <laughs> one of them's going to be from Trader Joe's. I guarantee it. And I was wrong. So that, that would have been, I, I wish we would have done that many advent calendars. All we did was we dual we them. The so we, we each have an advent calendar. We open up each day at the same time and we, we uh, put it against oh. each other to decide who is the yeah. best. I like that too, though. I like that too. Yeah. We first year, Chris had this uh, really fancy, like, I call it like a European farm because it's just like really well, like, I don't know, old fashioned and made um, advent calendar. And I had Paw Patrol. Um, that was really fun. Now I like Paw Patrol. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, th- that like incited some weird sort of obsession in Steve's brain where he's obsessed with Paw Patrol. Mm-hmm. Um, he got me a Paw Patrol DVD for Christmas. For the listeners, guy, uh, he's guy. showing us a Paw Patrol uh, figurine. Oh, um, sorry, I screen. keep forgetting yep. there are people. I sorry. believe that's that's. And here's Trump. the DVD he got me. Oh, um, it's Paw Patrol. I don't like where this is going. Oh. Yeah, are you like Chris and his fiance got me the Paw Patrol potty training book? <laughs> to be fair, it was in the mailroom for two years and nobody picked it up. So, so what's that, the that equivalent of this? Like you know, there's bronies for My Little Pony. What's it for Paw Patrol? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, Patronis. I would call myself like a paw, uh, a paw, a paw, like a paw, a paw-logist. A paw-logist. Jesus Christ, <laughs> a politician. 
Oh man, I bet that yeah. universe has politicians. Uh, someone like, suggested Noah Reno suggested puppers. <laughs> puppers, pretty yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I really just uh, that first year. I really liked this little figurine. It was like a. It's he's like the construction dog because all the dogs are different. Like public Jobs. works employees uh and there's this, this construction guy it, it really it's a yeah, construction it guy his, his name is rubble and he drives around in a fucking tank or like a constr- like a bulldozer i guess like, like a construction tank i was gonna call it uh, and he's kind of great <laughs> it's mostly used for deconstructing that from now on. but it- <laughs> yeah so I, I just I just liked that little I like that little <laughs> I like that little guy and uh, it just kind of turned into a joke. Um, but at the same time, I do have a little uh, dog cop on my on my desk. His name is Chase. He's he's the he's worst. the worst one. First of all, he's a fucking police officer. So fuck you. Second off, he's like a goody two two shoes. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it. it's like if if you watch Saved by the Bell, the mm-hmm. kids that Zach picked on. Like the leader of those kids would be this dog. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. That's that such a, a weird random that's reference. An obscure reference, and I we got some. We got some D. D- yeah. <laughs> so Jared wrote, "All cop dogs go to hell." Um, okay. So oh. speaking of Christmas uh, and presents <laughs> and gifts and things that people give people, uh, there's a I don't know. There was Wait. a hotly into what? Are we just gonna skip right over the point seven second thing? Oh, we're doing that first. Let's right. Jump. Sorry. No, My bad. fuck it. Let's jump in. No, let's no. go into the cyber. No, let's, let's do it. no, do it. no, 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 Justin, no. do it. Here's what we got. Doug, we might as well, Doug, we might as well call you the uh, founder of the Segway empire because your Segway just fell right off a cliff there. I take that as a compliment. Thank you, sir. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm the master of Segway, Hi. sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, so we can, put, we can tack this at the end. No, Let's we're not. We're, gonna, the- we're making time for it right now, motherfucker. All right. So this, as this you all thing, know, I'm worried this is going to take too much time and we won't be able to get into the thing. Let's just get into the thing. Okay, fine. I've reconsidered. Um, so this is what it's like to be on our podcast. <laughs> when, we, when we start fighting. <laughs> so yeah. I, I feel, I feel at home. Nice. So there is, there's been a hotly anticipated game. It was supposed to come out in 2020, and it did. And that game uh, has been worked on for many, many a year and has uh, been shown at many a convention, and people were uh, getting hot and bothered over this game. And this game we're talking about is called Cyberpunk 2077. And to kind of set up what we're doing, um, Justin and I have a new correspondent. We have a new person who is our sort of video game expert who sort of... Did a little bit of research and gave us a little bit of inf- information. So we will, let's hear from this person first, and then we'll talk a little bit more about uh, the game and how it goes. Justin, you queue up uh, what our new correspondent has to say. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Listeners to the Mind Gap podcast, gamers and alike, you already know who this is. JJ Pogchamp Howard, giving you the scoop on the newest gaming news, controversies, and news. This week, we're taking a look at Blu-ray Project's game. It's Cyberpunk 2077. Everybody has heard about it. Everybody knows about it. Everybody knows that it's got the best graphics. It's got the best hardware. It's got the best everything. This game is supposed to be awesome. But real talk, it's not that awesome. It's actually pretty wicked fucking 
sad because these developers they had to work under terrible crunch you know 75 hour weeks for months and months and months with no extra pay nothing and then it doesn't even work on previous gen consoles y'all this game started development in 2012 you know and it doesn't work on a console that didn't even come out when they started development i mean it's unreal it's ridiculous where i mean cbd project just lied to us i mean what what are we supposed to do as consumers get refunds i mean sony already pulled it off of their store all right that's enough for me. I could go on and on and on. I'm going to send it back to you guys over on the podcast. Let me know what you think. And follow me on Twitter at JJPogChamp69. JJPogChamp, thank you, sir. Uh, this is our new subject matter expert on games. This is his first oh. appearance. Here he is in the chat. Uh, we'll talk about some, uh, some... your payment later, JJPogChamp. But thank you for your contribution. Wait, you, got a you got a smee on this uh on this subject matter expert wow. baby we got this me all day all night you know oh God. hashtag hashtag sms assist where we all worked at one point never forget <laughs> sorry for I, everybody. I, I almost <laughs> well you kind of did tangentially you know I you did. were an independent contractor I, I got hired by them as a mm-hmm. freelance contractor so yes. yes technically you're right yeah we're all i also well. almost got a legit job with them and then that job fell Right the fuck through the That floor. means we're all so. married now, I think, right? Is that common law marriage? It's something Did like we that. have sex? Mm, I don't know. We're related somehow we'll now. Get to the butt in a second. There we go. Is this Eskimo Brothers? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> uh, we're all loving it. <laughs> well, sorry, sorry to bogart that, but uh, JJ Pogchamp, I think you did a really good job um, uh, out on the field. Um, and I'd like to hire you to sum up um, pretty much every game that comes out uh, from here on out. I'll pay you yeah. 15, 15 cents a second. Todd, are you a are you a, you a Boston guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what we we uh, if you look at his Wikipedia page, uh, yeah. he was born simultaneously in Chicago, in Boston, and in Brooklyn. So yeah, yeah. Oh, so and in Hawaii because he and in Hawaii, I guess because he really likes Pog, which is papaya, orange, and guava. Um, they're one of their best flavors. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. everything. I feel like I've mentioned this in the past, but when I was a kid and pogs were a thing, uh, I, I bought a slammer that those are the thing. I, I actually don't really know how you play, but those are like the big heavy boys. Oh yeah. And I bought one that I wish I still had. Cause I, I'm just curious if it's like worth anything, but it was a little slammer and it had a guy behind bars and it said, OJ in the slammer. The prisoner number was 32. That dates pogs a little, but ah. that's a thing that I had. As like a oh my oh, god! I wish twelve year old Christ you still had that. Yeah, <laughs> I bet if you I, I I imagine I wasn't the only one, and I would willing I'd be willing to bet that if you Google searched OJ and the Slammer Slammer, uh, something uh, will will pop up. I'll say this, uh, please, if anyone out there has one of those pogs, please send it to. It's a Slammer, Justin. Yes, sorry. If anyone has the Slammer. Thank you. Thank send you. it to uh, send it to uh, two East Eighth Productions, five four one North Fairbanks Court, number twenty two hundred Chicago Illinois six zero six one one, and we will feature it predominantly on this podcast. It might even have you as a guest. So please send that in. Did you just make up an address? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? So speaking of slammers, <laughs> and who's going to be in the slammer? Is CD okay. Project Red for making this game Cyberpunk 2077? See, so I'm telling you, I am the champion. The I am the champion because you just 
segued off a cliff. Goddamn right. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Um, so this game has a ton of controversy. Um, full disclosure, I have no dog in this fight. Uh, the game didn't interest me in the slightest. Um, I just it's it's just a type of game that doesn't interest me. So I've just sort of been on the sidelines watching um, and just sort of observing. And it's gotten a shitload of negative press to say the least. I think that is a pretty big <laughs> understatement as far as as going on for a number of reasons. I think one of the first ones uh, was the idea of crunch, which for folks who don't know is is to say it's mandatory overtime, I think is pretty close. Like essentially the expectation is that you're going to be working 70 to 80 hours a week, whatever it takes to sort of like meet these deadlines and the people working on this game did this for from like March until November, almost December, mm-hmm. every week, 70, 80 hours. And the expectation was you will be here. You will be doing this to meet these deadlines. And on top of that, the game comes down, it's full of bugs and it doesn't work right. Like what are your guys' reaction so, to something like that? So I've been, I've been following this for a long time and I think crunch is is pretty rampant in the video game industry but where this is a different what makes this newsworthy and why this blew up the way it did was because cd project red is for a long time was known as like the cool developer and like they were really 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 well done in the way that they communicated with the public And so why this is a big issue is because they were so adamant that they would never make their um, their their developers crunch at all. They went on record saying we would never, ever push our developers to crunch, especially when, you know, a game is being pushed up or pushed out. Um, And then they did. So the the hypocrisy there is why it blew up the way it did, which is really does not look good for them but i will say doug i think that's that's a big thing because crunch is huge in the video game industry but this is a kind of another level yeah uh steve what do you think about it Uh, like crunch or just the the release or uh, well kind of like you know it crunching as the as it relates to the release like what do you Mm -hmm. you know how what's your sort of take on that because i mean to some extent i get it like you know sometimes shit has to get done right like you gotta, right. you know, I've worked in situations where I'm like, hey, for these next couple of weeks, like I got to put in as many hours as it takes to get something done. But I also look at that as um, if that is the rule of the law of the land, then it's like, are you managing this project correctly? If that's the case, you know, especially since this has been in. Yeah, I don't know shit about how to produce games. I'm not an expert in that. So but yeah. if I hear this has been in development since 2012, 2013, and it's just barely getting launched at the end of 2020. Kind of feel like something, something didn't happen right there. You know, I don't know. Yeah. What do you, I'm sorry. Not what do you to think? mention it was developed by a team of about 500, is what these articles are saying. Like that yeah. is huge. That's a. There's no excuse. But Steve, please go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I think, I mean, well, a few things just got brought up. Right, one is managing the product. Right, which is like a, it's a hard thing to do. It's like you're, you are air traffic control. Uh, I'm sure they have like a team of product managers, right? Uh, and there's like a lead product manager, but it's all about, you know, that's really one of the most important things, right? Now, to Doug's point, I've also never made a video game 
No, not true. I made one in fifth grade. Uh, but yeah, it was great. It was called Steve's Candy Quest. Um, I beat yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> and the, it's weird. The only candy was Charleston Chews that you could get, but um, I guess that's good for the Charleston Chew Company. Anyway, sorry, Steve. Go ahead. No, no, that's fine. Uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, I think sometimes, like you, sometimes you do need a lot of people to put out a really good product. But if you're not reigning in expectations and reading people in and and I, I say this to say like I don't know who the product team reports to. So like they could very well have been completely unscheduled, but then someone above them, there's always somebody above you, right? Uh yelling down of, you know, you're you have to do this, you have to do this. So it's possible that things were where they were supposed to be. And then like the, you know, Hollywood who just wants to see like, you know, I think Jared said, you know, like Keanu Reeves in this thing. It's like, hey, let's put all our money in Keanu Reeves and maybe cut back on this. So really, I think just, I don't know, it's, you're right, Doug, sometimes it's, that's a thing that just needs to happen. But if you're clear with me on that from the start, and you're paying me to do it, okay, fine. But at the same time, like, I, I think what's weird, like, Steve, what's oh, weird yeah. is that the game was delayed so many times. Right. So, so no. that's what makes the crunch question so weird is like, why are they crunching when they've delayed upwards? I think it's almost four or five times. It was considerable so, how many times they delayed it. My, oh, no, I know. I know the about the delays, but I guess in my head, they were probably crunching every single one of these times. Right. That's how I probably see all this going down. So to say that this crunch is the one that failed is probably not super fair because it was probably one of the earlier ones now to the point of releasing it and delaying it a bunch of times like i and i think most video game fans would agree uh i would rather have a game be delayed five times and come mm. out great because people will be forgiving right like you steve, remember one the of, product steve the one of my favorite quotes by shigeru miyamoto i think it uh, is I actually have it here. A delayed game is eventually good, but a rushed game is forever bad. That's yeah. really that's, that's well put. Pretty true. And, and that's, this is and that's the one game that proves that wrong. <laughs> yep. And to, <laughs> but to that point, right? You, if you keep like keeping like they made such a big deal about the delays, right? So that's just going to raise expectations even more. So like if this came out the first time and it super sucked, like it would have sucked, but not as bad as this. Right. So that's that's where I am on it. It's just the hype train was way out of control on this one. Like, right. I, I think just the way that the 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 pedigree of the company, the way that they hyped up their own product, the delays, the the crunk, like it just everything was like a perfect storm into uh, it would have had to gone out completely without a hitch. And I think this is the new normal for video games is a lot of times with AAA products like this, you're going to get unfinished games or you're going to get games that they tried to put as much as they could in, but didn't have enough time. So they had to pick and choose what features they wanted in the game until they could patch them. Mm -hmm. um, I think a great example of this is No Man's Sky, which came out mm -hmm. a few years that's ago. That's a planets one, right? Yeah. Yes. And the, yeah. and it was a it was like the same sort of like hype train where this guy was excited about his product started going on all these interviews and giving all these features and then as time went on they realized oh shit we can't do all of this so they had to pick and choose and then when the game came out it was kind of unfinished and kind of crappy but now 
five years later, they have put consistent quality updates into the game for completely free. And the game is something kind of incredible now, but it took five years to get there. Um, same with CD Projekt Red. They did the same thing with Witcher 3. You know, they put 16 pieces of free DLC out plus pay DLC. They're saying they're going to do the same thing for Cyberpunk. So uh, I'm rambling a bit to say I have this game. I've played this game. I have a PS5. I've played it on the PS5 for Rag. a few hours. I know, right? <laughs> I'm wiping my shoulders off for people who are listening. Um, but um, I stopped. I stopped playing after four hours because I want to see the game in its completed state. And it's not there. So I, I'm I, going to wait. And I have a PS4. So I would have like, and like the old PS4. So like, it would be like the, the worst break. possible. Yeah. Well, if Chris is going <laughs> to flex with his PS5, I want you guys to know what, what's going on over here. I bought her refurbished. So, uh, <laughs> the, um, I have an N64. You want to measure dicks? What are we doing here? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. 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 Let's do that. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> if I run video, Again, great content for the audio medium. Yeah. It's probably better content for the audio video people, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> audio than the video, I should say. Um, fuck, what were we talking about? Uh, release. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say the, so I had the PS4. So like after hearing that, I, like I did not pre-order it. I was very close to pre-ordering it a bunch of times and I just never got around to it. Like it's, I would have, I just didn't. So like, I'm really glad I didn't. But I, I do believe, like Chris is saying, like, uh, I, I don't know as much about the No Man's Sky, but like I do believe that these people are going to pull through eventually on this. They just did a bad job at the start. Like I will give them money for the game at some point, but like when I start hearing good things, right? Or when I get a PS5, like probably probably when I get a PS5, but uh, well, still, yeah. And that's the thing is like even the last generation stuff. Like people are saying it's unplayable. That, that's not really the case. It, it, mm. I played, I have the P, PS4 version and that's what I've been playing on. But you're playing granted, on a PS5. Runs, that's what and I was going to say. Granted, it runs smoother on a PS5, well, but it is still, <laughs> but it is still, we all got PS4. To make it done. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, but at least from what I've, what I've read, it's not, it's not bad. It's just the, the graphic settings are a little lower and it's not optimized to play on that type of system. It's also a nine year old console at this point, right? When did PS4 come out? It's also uh, not only like nine year 14, 13, 14, right? I think. Yeah. Yes. Mm. And, and, and you could Google and, it, but I'm not gonna, I don't know. Have you guys watched like glitch videos of, of, CD I try to stay away from those because they give me nightmares. <laughs> For the Good record, uh, <laughs> PS4 came out uh, in the U.S. November fifteenth, twenty thirteen. Okay, oh, uh, got it. Okay, yeah, I've it's seen some stuff years. like on on Twitter and stuff of seven. wild shit happening. Like someone's riding a motorcycle, they make a corner, they're driving, the screen goes black. For a few yeah. seconds, comes back on, and they're flying up into the sky, away yeah. from the ground, and they're like, "I saw that one." What? <laughs> and um, and things are going to have glitches, right? Things are going to happen and, and whatnot. But of I think, they are, yeah. But I think the the scale at which this is happening, and based on what they were promising, and knowing that people were going into crunch, and there's some of the other details I want to get into this. I think it's definitely leaving a bad taste mm. in people's mouth. But I want to also kick this over to Justin. Justin, 
you're what we would call a layman when it probably comes to video games. You are very much, you. you know, no, I'm just saying, you know, you like to lay down and, you know, you're a lame take man. It. You're there. He said it. Not or me. a lame right. man. Oh, man. I don't know what to do with all this. Yeah. We're, we're just, you know, <laughs> yeah, we're just giving it to you. Do you do whatever, whatever you want with it. This is your show. We're, we're just, we're just guests. Here to here. insult you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm here I to take it. I'm here to bend over and take <laughs> So as someone who doesn't follow the stuff on the regular, like what, what are yeah. your thoughts on this? Like, what's your perspective? Like, I, I guess more of a question is just like, based on what you've heard about the game and whatever, what, did, what, did, what are your sort of, what's your reaction to it? I, so I, my nine to five, I work at a software company and just based off purely software development, I don't understand. I'm in the same camp of, I don't understand how you have people you know, uh, in, in this intense amount of crunch and it's been a now it's been in development since 2012 and you've got 500 people working on it and all of this other, like, I don't understand how you put out if it's delayed this many times, this just, this, this is a gigantic fuck up of an oversight. Like this, to me, this goes, this goes right to the project managers. This was poor project management. And I don't know how many levels up you want to go, uh, with that, but like, I mean, to really take it to the top because at the end of the day, you know, the, the person in command, the person at the top is responsible for what comes out. So, um, I, I, this, this just seems like piss poor project management to me. Uh, there's, there's absolutely no reason that something that has been in development for eight years and has again, 500 people putting in 80 hour weeks should be delayed this many times and still come out looking like dog shit. Yeah. And it's, it's there's, funny there's you say that to develop oh, things. Sorry, there's no, I was just, there's ways and, and also running on later gen uh, consoles. Like, yeah, it's, it's uh, anything running on a PS4 is never going to look as good as running on a PS5, but there are ways to, to code things to where it at least is optimized for a later gen console. So the fact that there's this many inconsistencies and bugs and everything, I, to, this is just purely inexcusable. And furthermore, I'm not a huge gamer, this was the game that I thought was actually going to take me into the promised land of gaming. And it's just pushed me further away. I don't think I'll ever recover from this. Quite frankly, I'm just, I'm going to, I'm a puzzle guy now, straight up analog. It's, it's your turn to have the angry corner of the screen. Yes. The promised <laughs> land of gaming. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Puzzles it, are where it's well, at. Well, I think Man, I have so there's there's a lot of thoughts, but I think in general, it's just another case of don't get too fucking hyped for a game. A game, there's no game that's going to fucking save gaming or, you know, revolutionize the world like it's this is a it's like a fine open world first person shooter. Sure. Let me let me ask you guys this is three gamers or three people who who are more into games than I than I am. Do you think the state of gaming, do you think it's. Do you think it's reaching a level where the hype is almost outpacing the games themselves or the capabilities of the de- the developers? Hundred percent, hundred percent. And I think it's not it's it's hype crossed with patience. People need to have patience, and people don't have patience, especially gamers. And and I think in the other example we talked about, No Man's Sky, and this example, it's pretty much comes down to the same thing. If people could have been patient and waited for when the game was complete, then we wouldn't be here talking about this. 
on either count because if they if they had all the time in the world to make the perfect game then there wouldn't be these issues and i think that's what nintendo does is nintendo doesn't release games that are glitchy or rushed or because they delay their games an insane amount of time because of that same quote they they wait until their games are perfect uh, uh, to to release them and the problem with no man's sky and cd project red or cyberpunk is that they didn't. And I think that's what it comes down to. Well, I, you know, just to kind of piggyback off of that, you know, before blizzard was purchased by Activision, I feel like blizzard had that same like level of quality where there would be an insane amount of hype for a game and they would delay it. And they'd say, look, we don't want to do this, but we also don't want to release a game. That's not ready. Like we'd rather you have a mm-hmm. great experience. And I got to the point where I expected delays from them, but I was typically happy with the release of the games, like it seemed like a nice, fully finished product. And for me, it built trust with that company. It built Mm -hmm. a good reputation, a good brand of they're going to take their sweet time to make sure that this is a good release. And I think also going to your point, some stuff I've been seeing in the chat is pre-orders or games are like, hey, this is an early access game. Buy it now. Mm -hmm. Get in now. Well, essentially, it's in an alpha version, which, you know what? For some games, I don't mind. It's fine. Whatever. I pay 15, 20 bucks for an early access game. No big deal. But I fell prey to buying the new Baldur's Gate 3 game from Larian Studios. And uh, I played it for a little bit and then I just stopped because I'm like, this game is not functional yet. This is full of bugs. And it's not a good experience. And I'm like, you know what? I went ahead and bought it. When it's done, I'll play it through. But I didn't need to buy it because I'm like, why would I? And this is a game that is a, this is Larian Studios, the guys who did Divinity, Original Sin 2, and all these other games. Like, there's no reason to do that other than they want funding. You know, they need funding or however they want to do it. That's the fine line, right? Is like some people do need the funding and, you know, showing your support for that game before it's come out, I think is kind of important. Like a well-developed game studio uh, named Supergiant recently, um, they did like Bastion and Transistor. But they recently came out with a game called Hades um, and Mm. it is arguably my favorite game of the year. It's fucking incredible but it was in early access for almost three years before it came out and they just called that game of the year it is it's it's truly incredible and i highly recommend anyone to play it it's very similar to binding of isaac where it's like you're you're doing a run over and over and you're gaining powers you try to get to the end whatever but they they had it released in early access for almost three years and um it just goes to show you that the game would not be the level that it was if they didn't have those three years of funding able to not only get the money to make the game, but get active feedback from the people who are playing it to be like, hey, I guarantee you the game would not be the way it is if they didn't have the hundreds of thousands of people giving them feedback of like, hey, you should probably try this or this is a little annoying or, you know, so they they listen to their fans. And that's why I like early access games. But it's also frustrating for people who like you, Doug, who just want to play a finished game yeah. and it's out and you can pay money for it, but it's going to sit there for a good two years until it becomes the way that you, the perfect way that you want to play it. So you just kind of yeah. have to pick and choose. Well, for as soon as you said Hades, the chat blew up. A bunch of people were like, they love Hades. I've, I've watched a, a fellow streamer that we really enjoy is fancy ramen TV. Um, mm. He's 
been playing Hades and I've been I just sit back and watch and enjoy the game like this game looks like it's so it's beautifully it's incredible like it just looks great the voice acting the story it, it's it looks phenomenal and I understand why it's gotten all the hype and I think there's a difference between like I want to sign up for the closed beta of this game and I want to help test this game I want to help find the bugs I want to help give them feedback versus hey this game's available to buy come on in you know and if you don't understand that this is not complete. I guess it's all about expectations, right? And kind of going back to Cyberpunk 2077, they also set the wrong expectations. They showcased oh, yeah. footage that was not accurate, that was only available on top systems or specific things, or they had uh, review embargoes uh, from yeah, review sites. I've never heard of that before. Which is, I, I've never heard of review embargoes? I've heard about that for movies. And that's always a bad sign. Let me be clarify. Not to like the degree of what these guys did. Like the first time yeah. I heard it, I was like, that's insane. Um, sorry, we should probably say what this is, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Doug, you do it. You're good at it. Well, thanks, man. Essentially, um, the, the, the studio <laughs> told reviewers, you are not allowed to post a review of this game until we say so. And so typically... And if, if people don't have anything to hide, they're like, hey, whenever you're done, uh, you can start releasing it as soon as you want. And people will start releasing the reviews. And when they were allowed to release reviews, they had to use specific images that were provided to them by the game studio, which was high quality, high res. I think they were PC specific images. Mm -hmm. So essentially they were lying yeah. to everyone and they were building this this monolith of what this game was going to yeah. be. And one of my favorite memes that came out of this was uh, it was like a meme on a meme of someone's like it's showing you the E3 coverage of the game. And it's it's playing like the Jurassic Park thing. It's like, welcome to Jurassic Park. And Ryza hits that crescendo with someone playing this on some really bad instrument. Yeah, it's a, exactly. It's a, a melodica. A melodica. Yes. And they switch to what actually it is. And it's just really bad rendered stuff and it doesn't look good. It's like this is what you were offering and this is what we got. And that was kind of like the typical um, process. With yeah. That. Yeah. But, but to me, that's like, embargo. Dumb. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Re review like, embargoes are always, always usually, I would say 90% of the time a, a red flag. Yeah. yeah. Like um, unless you're hiding oh, yeah. something really, yeah. really cool. Like it's like the murderer being like, don't don't look in the closet, police officers. Like, because there's not a dead body in there that I put in there. So just stay away uh, from the closet, sir. sir you're then, sir. You're like, telling us there's not a dead body in the. I mean, I'm gonna have to open the closet now if you're telling me not to go. What in I'm there. telling you is, I'd rather you pay attention to my Christmas setup in okay, the living yeah, yeah. room. No, I really like your Santa setup. No, that until I get. The, you the have a lot of Santa, sir, 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 step away from the closet, sir, step away from the closet. Okay. Okay. Up, up, and you have a dead I, Santa in here. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew that those yeah. Santas yeah. were too cool to be fake. Right. But just You're don't. Under arrest for Santa side. <laughs> don't tell anybody. And we're good. You're under arrest for Santa side. Santa side is pretty good. <laughs> Um, I also like don't tell anyone and we're good <laughs> <laughs> just just keep it to it's yourself uh, and we're all fine man yeah this is an AB conversation so anybody else tries to come in we'll tell them to see their way out that's that's um, a so right I didn't mean like I'm not like totally sucking Nintendo's oh. dick 
earlier because Nintendo does this bullshit too. They have crazy weird embargoes. And also I don't see you with a penis in your mouth. Well, it's a metaphorical penis. I've <laughs> talked about these for a long time. Doug's eyes know. just fell out. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo does this too, where like reading certain uh. um, reviews for their games, just the weird, crazy embargoes or like restrictions they have on reviews for people where you like you you can only talk about a specific portion of a scene uh because they don't want any specific like aspects of the game to be talked about so these reviewers have to do these weird song and dances around go ahead no, no, no. All I was going to say is on that same point, like, I, I think sometimes, though, it's done really well, right? We, we got into a hilarious bit. I don't know if you guys are here about a, a thing. But the point I was getting to before was, like, sometimes the review embargoes of, like, don't look at this is because they're hiding something really cool, like a really cool reveal. or like a re- And, like, that's the best stuff, right? So maybe there was some sort of hope for that just to be a little devil's advocate. Yeah, for sure. Right? That's all. Whatever. <laughs> Doug hates stuff. Doug hates stuff. I'm entering the contest for Left 4 Dead. <laughs> so that let was, me ask you guys it. this then. Does this, for this company then, does this, is this a gigantic black eye on this company? Like, have they, huh? have they, have they shot themselves in the, in the foot for future mm. releases? Have they like just really, really gone south with, with their credibility with their fans? I think the the frustrating part about this, yeah, I would agree. And I think the frustrating part about this is that it's not too much worse than a normal bad game release with bugs if it wasn't for the hype. And the hype just makes it blow so much. You think they shot themselves in the foot with the hype? It wasn't necessary. God, I don't, I I, I hate saying this, but I was going to say it's not necessarily their fault. It's every game's developer's job to hype their own games, right? But sure. when you have this much time and you have this this pedigree of this this company, then the hype is going to start to get out of control. I think the same thing happened with No Man's Sky. The, they had only done a, two indie games before this. So like when the ball started rolling way out of their control, they're like, oh, fuck. We have the world to live up to. And... I think even for CD Project Project Red, who's a really well-established developer and has a lot of fans, it rolled way out of control on this one. And but isn't that uh, isn't that on them though? Because I look at like all the all the advertisements and like again for someone who's not super plugged into games, I've seen this fucking thing everywhere. I've been oh, yeah. just it, it has been in my fucking fi- yeah. It's it's on bus stops. It's on uh, the uh, sides of buses, cab toppers. I've seen countless you know uh tv ads and and pre-rolls in front of youtube videos i've How seen many tvs you got dude oh <laughs> i think you put it i think you put it you put it really well justin where it's you, you, you as a person who's a non-gamer you caught you knew the, about it this this attention <laughs> you thought it was a the second coming of gaming and of that's course exactly <laughs> that's exactly what i thought because like the way that to right. me as a non-gamer the way this was billed is this is going to be the new revolution for games. This will be the best game that's ever hit shelves. Period. Hard stop. That's it. Right. 
Like this so is going to anybody rev- in a, you need to get into games because of this. If anybody, if anybody in a marketing who has a marketing degree was handed us like a golden platter like that, they, they're going to advertise exactly the same way as CD Projekt Red did. Or with, and again, I'm not not blaming CD Projekt Red because they did ex- everything that they should have done, considering the circumstances involving the marketing. Because you're going to blow it out of proportion because. Everyone in the goddamn world heard of this game. So yeah, but if you know that you're not, you know, if you know the game is not, there's no way that during development they did they were not aware that there were some major fucking issues. So like, why would? Oh yeah. Why would they lean so far? Is CD Projekt Red the top, or is there like a larger publisher above them that this rolls into? They're they're the top. They're okay. they're kind of like a um like a Valve. If I don't know if you're aware of Valve, yeah, but, absolutely, um, yeah. Valve is the only but, games that I play. The three right. games so, you know, so fun. that I Valve, play are from Valve. Valve, yeah. owns, Valve owns Steam and has like yeah. Steam at their storefront. Uh, CG Project Red has one called GOG or Good Old Games, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. They have their own. So they're like oh, Good Old Games is Project Red. Yeah, that's they own oh, they own that. GOG.com, and huh. so they're like. Um, it was in the materials that Doug gave us to read, Steve. So I mean, you should have uh, should have known that. But um... it was in your dossier. <laughs> your your senior red dossier. They're, they're way they're way high up. They're, like they're 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 a big deal. And so my yeah. point being, then, like if they're the top like, of it, like if they don't roll up to an Activision or an EA or a, to a who the fuck else ever, like if they don't roll up to a larger publisher then they were in control theoretically of this uh, marketing the entire time they had to know, was it just a, a matter of, you know, one hand, not knowing what the other hand was doing Did the oh, developers in the marketing department. not? Well, know I also think on? there's an element there too, where the investors also were driving to have this thing get released because I think they wanted to get their return as well. Yeah, so sure. they were very much being like, you guys keep delaying this. Well, what the fuck? Like, let's let's do this. And then, now it got to the point. It was such a bad release that they're offering refunds to people who yeah. purchased this. Sony took it off of their storefront. And now supposedly the investors are possibly going to sue CD Projekt Red because this is not what they wanted. So this is a such a quagmire of of nastiness that I mean, giggity. Um, Does this also set a precedent then too for like where people can demand the refunds and demand like if if the game doesn't hit the expectations, then, you know, the court of public opinion goes, well, you need to give us our money back. People are always asking for refunds based on steam. Uh, fucking reviews I see like, <laughs> so I oh the, the game won't do it I want a refund it's like yeah that's that's always gonna be there that's always gonna the exist big thing, so the the interesting part the big thing is Sony allowed refunds because Sony does not allow refunds Steam allows refunds Xbox allows refunds everybody allows refunds Sony is so like ironclad in there once you've bought it you cannot and actually funny story I bought no Man's Sky on the PS4. You're right. And I chatted, I chatted a guy (laughs) and like argued with him for a good 20 minutes, try to get a refund. They would not budge. So it's, Mm. it's like the fact that they've allowed and taken it off their store. And I think this is another thing where people who are asking for refunds are probably not 
dealing with widespread glitches and shutdowns and stuff like that. It's probably just a kind of a wave of of mutilation, you know, where people are just riding the wave and being like, uh, that's that was the reference I was making, but yeah, sweet, great, great song. But I, I, I don't. <laughs> my guess is that people who are asking for refunds don't have the <laughs> amount of glitches that everyone else is seeing. I, I don't know. This is complete speculation. But yeah, I, I mean, I think going back one question quickly: Is this going to ruin their reputation? If it was the first game they ever released, they're they're fucking done. But because they have mm-hmm. released tons of successful games, well, enough like wildly successful games that Three. They, it's yeah. It, but like they were so big, right? Like it's like. Yeah. A Star Wars trilogy of, of of the game world. Uh, yeah, but which Star so Wars trilogy? The m- middle. Okay. The, the unreleased one. Uh, one directed, solo. Directed by. Um, what's his, what's his name? He did the the Last Jedi. Han Solo. His name's his name's Ryan Johnson. Johnson. It's his unreleased trilogy that Kathleen Kennedy gave him after the last Jedi came out. And then now it's not happening anymore because everyone realized that that movie is bad. Okay. Listen, you're going to really dangerously derail Rain Johnson. You're going to derail us. (laughs) If you head down the star Wars thing, it's partially my bad. I bit on the bait, but you know, let's stay on target. (laughs) It's fine. All I was going to say was, uh, uh, people who have done enough good things didn't did one bad thing, but they've done more good things than bad things. Uh, so oh, yeah. for people who know who they are, they're not. This is going to be a blip on the radar in a couple of years. I'll be like, oh, haha, remember? Yes. The up until up right? until it's all how they deal with it. a month ago, these guys had basically not a month ago when the crunch stuff started happening. Up until then, they had like a sterling reputation. So it's just been it's they've just they've had so many misfires that I, I guarantee you, just like No Man's Sky in uh, I, I'll, let's say let's say March or April of next year when they release their big patches and their first batch of DLC for free. No one's going to be no one's going to be caring about this shit. Yeah. Yeah, and to Chris's other point earlier about refunds, like I think people sometimes people just want to be like a part of something. Right. And they're yeah. like, oh, well, I have an opportunity. Well, plus also, like, let's be honest, times are tough right now. If I could get 60 bucks back, I'll take that 60 bucks. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, for, for a lot of people, right? Like, look, what you get the point. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, I think it's also like, oh, everybody's doing it. Well, I'm going to do it, too. Right. Like, there's right. there's some of that. There's also some genuine need. Uh, but the fact that to uh, Chris's other point, the fact that Sony is like giving out refunds, it's like it's like like NFL owners acknowledging that they are not nice to black people. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, I say, if you yeah. want the second coming of gaming, just go down, just go download like shadow of the Colossus remake or, or something like that. You know, there's so many amazing, incredible games out there that could make you a, a believer. Like What's Hades, the, um, you know, uh, just get, the, just get, Hey, Justin, come up yeah. to my apartment come up uh, a few floors and okay. uh, let's, let's play a cup. I'll, I'll show you some good games, baby. For those who don't know, Chris and Justin live in an abandoned building. It's very, very yes. tall and there's several empty haunted floors between the two of them. So the reason they've never met in person is because they're both scared of the ghosts. I will haunt your butt. I don't leave my apartment for that reason right there. Wait a minute. <laughs> Why do you have that sound? <laughs> and also, great sound. 
Why like, wouldn't we have that sound? I'm going to counter with why wouldn't we? Why not? Yeah, well, I, I want to like, I feel like in the locker room of all your your sounds, like that guy's out there patting himself on the back. Like he just, Who is that, that was his time to shine. That's Mr. Sam Cook. Yes. Not related uh, to the singer. Oh, you sure? <laughs> no. That's also a t-shirt you can I, find on some shitty site called teespring.com. So that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I love yes. how fucking butthurt you are about teespring.com. It's amazing. Yeah. I, hey, I, hey, I'm, hey, I'm, that, I'm that salty piece of venison that Justin made. That's what I am. I'm just caked in salt and, and just completely <laughs> in your dear, just your dear brother's just licking you. Yeah. He's just <laughs> looking at me and I'm like, yeah, you're going to have a heart attack, you know? Man, Doug, where do you where do you fall? Angry, where do you, where, Doug and Justin, where do you guys fall on? Because I'm 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 I find myself split between whether to vilify CD Projekt Red or kind of be a little forgiving for them, considering everything that's going on. The one thing I'm not forgiving them on, of course, is like the whole crunch thing. But I think everything else, I'm I'm kind of split. You know, um, I'd say I'm not too forgiving on the fact that they really lied. I think that's really what it boils down to. There wasn't like misleading. They straight up lied on how this game is performing on what they showed. Um, there was interviews with like, I don't know if it was the CEO. It's like, you know, this runs surprisingly well on, you know, PS4 consoles when it didn't. And they knew that it didn't, or they're putting embargoes on reviewers and they're making them send out specific images because the hype was so big that they had to try and cover their ass and it didn't work. It's one of those things where one of my uh, favorite shows is scrubs. And in one of the episodes, the Janders I'm no Superman. That's right. And the Janders trying to convince uh, JD and Turk that there's his he has his twin brother who's hanging out in the hospital, and they're like, "We know it's you dressed up as this other guy." He goes, "No, no, no, no. We're we're gonna uh, we're gonna go down, and the, the, the doors this elevator door is gonna open. You're gonna see him standing right there, and you're gonna you're gonna say you're sorry." The door opens. There's no one there, and they look at him. He goes, "I don't I don't know what I think was I didn't know what I thought was gonna happen. Honestly, like." <laughs> I just, I just, there's a Hail Mary sort of situation. I think that's what they got themselves into was they dug themselves in too deep. And I'm really big on our life is full of so much, uh, so many lies and untruths and misleading things that when it comes to like at this stage in my life, I really need to trust a, a company, something that produces something like I need to believe that it's going to be good because my time is incredibly valuable. And kind of like what Steve was saying, it, this is a tough time for most people, like money-wise. So you're asking me to buy something of yours, and you're presenting it one way, and you're lying to me? That's pretty unforgivable. Like, I'm going to have a hard time trusting you in the future because it's yeah. just – it's it, now, is that driven by the market and the gamers who want this amazing next-gen experience – and they're they're asking for X, Y, and Z. Sure, that's part of the equation. I think there was something that said that ninety eight percent of the dialogue choices in there don't mean anything. They don't affect oh, anything God. that you do. It more or less just changes the next dialogue option that you have. So, and you know, I just tell me what your game is. All right, just tell me what it is. And if I like it, I'll buy it. And if I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't like yeah. all 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 games. Some games are just for me or whatever. So to answer your question, I do hold them mostly responsible. One for poor project management, and two, they were dishonest to their to their uh, to their fans and to their consumers. And to me, there's no excuse for that. That's just them trying to pretend that this is all going to somehow work out, and it just didn't. So I think the I think the the moral of the story is we just need to stop fucking trusting large companies. <laughs> to, to tell shit. 
I think a couple people in the chat it. just got a giant boner hearing you say that. Bingo. I, I, I am in this nice. I'm in a very similar camp where I, I think that I'm less forgiving. Again, don't really have a dog in this fight or horse in this race, dog in this race, horse in this fight. But you have a dog. I don't have a horse in this fight. Yes. I like horse in this fight. Yeah, that's right perfect. here. Uh, yeah, I don't have a horse in this fight. I'm going to use that from now. Horse on. That's my new fight. thing. <laughs> it's like they got their hooves and they're like standing on their back legs, trying not to fall. if they fall, they're going to get shot. Right? So there's like, no oh, dog. In, there's no dog in this horse. There's no dog in this horse. Yeah. Um, uh, I like that. I, Jared said this is, is the worst cyberpunk since Keanu has been involved in since Johnny Mnemonic. Clearly, he hasn't seen Matrix two or three. Anyways, continue. <laughs> hey, look, hey, they, the toilets flush backwards in New Zealand. All right, let Matt have his moment. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, my motherfucker. We went to a baseball game. I think what you really mean is uh, fuck me slutty. I think that's what you mean. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Justin. Sorry, Justin. I cut you off. Uh, that's okay. Yes. Yeah, so okay. I. Um, I, I am in the same camp in that uh, you, you lied to your consumers. Uh, and at the end of the day, you took eight years, a lot of money. You took pre-sale orders and you put out a subpar product. And that to, like, at the end of the day, that's, that's, and, and you put out a subpar product and then try to defend it. That's to me. I'm like, you're fuck you. That's you've lost. Mm. You've lost a, a giant chunk of credibility uh, that I that, that I might have given you other otherwise. So I think the fact that that they took so long, they made their workers work so hard. They took the money, put out a subpar product and then defended the subpar products. I don't see a reason to forgive them personally. Also, yeah, I think uh, Noah, Rio sum, Noah Reno sums this up with it's not very cyberpunk to defend the corporation that hurts employees and the consumer. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Pretty good. I also, nice also like they also ruined highlighter yellow for millions of people. <laughs> <laughs> middle school did that for me. <laughs> I just want Keanu I to really get out like of this unscathed. That's all I'm worried uh, about. Can't, this has nothing to do with Keanu. Uh, he's fine. fine. He'll be all right. People he are put like himself behind it so hard. I watched yeah. the entire John Wick trilogy the other night, like Sunday into Monday. I started it at like 1030 p.m. Good for you. I for, just because there, there's perfect the time to so start good. a trilogy of movies. <laughs> 10 p.m. on a Sunday. That's yeah. Oh, yeah. time to start one. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, let me see if I because I was like, I, know, I was flipping around the Internet and I was like, oh, I haven't seen John Wick in a while. You were flipping around the Internet. Let, what is this? Like, let it go. let's see what we got on the Internet <laughs> today. Do you guys not have like a book? Do you guys not use the internet in a in a book? No, I don't. Oh, iPad, man, you re- you. Chris, well, Chris, you were for years, Chris has been printing out books and giving them to me. So yeah, the only way I can log into the internet is yeah. when he gives me the newest edition of the internet. I, yeah, my. It sounds like a totalitarian state through the roof over there. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like <laughs> propaganda and everything. You know. Yeah, it's called the it's called the worship Chris because he's great times. Uh, <laughs> because the internet just turned into a newspaper, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I watched all three movies. I was up till like three in the morning. I have no regrets or no regrets, as my new coffee mug says. Are you quoting We're the Millers? <laughs> what? No regrets? Are you quoting the movie We're the Millers starring Jason Sudeikis? We need answers. I? I, I, <laughs> Answer the I? question. Yeah, the, guy, the guy with the tattoo says no regrets. And he's like, yeah, yeah man, no regrets. And then, Jason, 
and then Jason Sudeikis quips, uh, I think you maybe should have one. That's what that's yeah, from. I, no, I know, but I, I have a coffee mug. This is no recurrence. So I, I right. So that, that, you're, wait, so you bought a coffee mug, a we're the Miller's coffee mug. I don't think it's a we're the Miller's coffee mug. It's just that's a what that quote is. No recurrence. I can't imagine there. That's the only I thought it was like an Internet tattoo. That was like a like a I don't know. Yes. A joke. Yes. Then a, a, a screenshot of where the Millers made itself onto the Internet. You know, one of those old Internet tattoos. <laughs> I mean, I look, guys, maybe Chris didn't bring me that book. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. Nowhere on my mug is Jason Sudeikis or Jennifer Aniston. Uh, yes. Wait, how maybe, did you know that? How'd you know she was also in that movie? Oh, he saw Ooh. the movie. Oh, <laughs> that child he played. It just goes okay. on so long. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but my point is, my mug just says no regrets. I don't know why. Right? I, 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 it's funny to me. Okay. Jesus. I mean, I assume it's because someone printed it and you bought it. It's like three dollars at the. <laughs> You're going to thrift stores in a pandemic. To yeah. buy mugs. Yeah. You mugs. mugs. <laughs> Huge <My objective>. mugs. <laughs> and and it's also uh, one of those um, thrift stores that's immediately attached to a medical clinic. So because all the the, the funds go to the medical clinic. Guys, is nobody oh, else going to thrift stores and just touching drinkware with their mouths? Is that you gotta make sure I it's mean, a good fit? You know, <laughs> I am not gonna. I'm not gonna spend three to four dollars on a coffee mug if I don't like the mouthfeel. Like Jared corrected you know, me and said it in "Where the Millers." It's spelled no ragrets. Jared, did you Google "Where the uh, Millers"? Why is everyone fucking dealing with "Where the Millers" today? Why is everyone talking Matt about with the, the ace in the hole? Hey, New Zealand Matt with the ace in the hole. <laughs> hey, they're COVID free. They're COVID free, so he, so he doesn't even do shit. He can yeah, put his mouth in as many drink as so. he wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm just practicing for my, my trip to uh, New Zealand to visit Matt. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Welcome, New Zealand. Put your mouth on anything. <laughs> <laughs> can that be? Can that be? Can that That's be something uh, that could be that could be absolutely we could isolate that. That sounds like a good thing we could do. Let's find what's the time code on that. I'm gonna go and put the time code. There we go. All right. I imagine that's time code that right up. Their tourism. Here's the thing. Also, speaking of time code. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm saying speaking of time code. Guys, it's the four of us. And just like the hit movie time code. Anyone seen that before? Bye. <laughs> oh man it's time um, code it's a movie it's a movie it's four uh-huh. screens in in okay. a cube like this and right. it's four hour and a half long single takes each following a different character and they uh I've it's like a, heard of this it's movie very good movie it's called time code check it out <laughs> is it called time code though check it out <laughs> does it have anything to do with does it have anything to do with the Jean-Claude Van Damme noir cop noir hit Time Cop? Because if so, I'm on board. If not, yes. I, I would still maybe watch it. Time Cop's I'm really sorry, I, I keep it interrupting Justin. Justin, what, what were you going to say? What were you legitimately say? don't remember. 
Is it about cyberpunk? No idea. I'll tell you, speaking speaking of time codes. And New Zealand putting your mouth on things. Oh, how about that for a fucking transition? You fucks. Dude, you segued Doug right off the cliff, just like the purchaser of the Segway company from the guy who invented the Segway, according to Jared, because he wanted to correct me earlier, but I didn't mention that. Okay. That's one, Chris. So if you're a fan That's of this one. show, <laughs> <laughs> if you're a fan of this show, uh, you know that we have a reoccurring sound drop that we do. It's a our 0.7 second uh, sound drop, right? It's Headstrong by Trapped. Well, Doug, tell everyone why Trapped is on the outs with us. They're bad. There you go. Oh. Are they actually like DCMAing you or something? No, they got uh, they got kicked off Twitter for uh, amongst other things of their uh, very strong right wing uh, conspiracy thoughts. They also uh, said that pedophilia was okay, and specifically referring to a twenty five year old woman having sex with a fifteen year old. They said that would be yeah, cool. It's okay, it's okay if the woman does it to you. Yeah, he's like, I'd high five that kid if he did it, and then. Uh, Oh, fuck you. They were gone. I'm pretty sure they're still on Parlor, though. So if you guys want to check them out on Parlor, by all means, uh, yeah, you guys can do that. So um, so we we can't abide uh, by playing anymore for any sort of pun or joke. So what we're going to do now, since we have the guys from the Review Universe on, I have uh, have curated, if you will, a selection of new uh, 0.7 second sound drops. That I would like, uh, we're the the three, four of us, really the three of them are going to. None of them have heard what any of these are, and uh, we're going to let the uh, people in the Twitch chat chime in. But uh, I want the three of you to help us pick the new point seven second official sound drop for the Mind Gap podcast. Now I'm not going to tell you guys what these songs are. Part of the fun will be to see if you guys know what these songs are, and then we can review them and pick one. So, uh. We begin with number one. Some. Nope. Oh. Next. Rainbow Ooh. Connection. <laughs> Accurate. But the Kermit the Frog version, not the Kenny Loggins version. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it, is it some 41? Were they about to say their own band name? <laughs> it is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Some 41. Yeah. It, they were doing a cover some. of Somewhere Over the Rainbow. <laughs> yeah. Where so we're saying no to that. Okay. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> oh, it's um. Oh, it's that sex positive song about where to find the clit. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Where is it? Clit, clit. clit. <laughs> Splooge. All right, that one. Splooge. That, that one's a maybe. That one's a maybe for me. All right, this one's a maybe. Okay, so we go with number three. Oh, ah. <laughs> yeah, that's my vote. That, that one's so vote. far. It's that one's leading. I think number three is leading. One more time. Wait, oh, wait. oh, is that a guy it's, who's it's, is about to vomit? Wait, am I supposed yeah, well, to he's, say he's down with the sickness? Is what he is. Yeah, it's yeah. disturbed. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, cool. So we've got. So that's the leader right now. This one, I put this in here to uh, to really get Seth's, uh, you know, blood going. Oh, um. 
Oh, that's Rammstein. Yeah, it's a butthole bit. Y'all playing some Rammstein? Oh, Rammstein. All right, so that's number four. Number five. Doug, you'll love this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Doug, it's amazing on, how man. quick point seven you, seconds from New happens. Zealand? Have a little yeah. fun. Live a little. Yeah. Get my fucking name right. <laughs> yeah. Pull right, out your six. ray gun, fill it with sugar, and shoot it. Number yeah. six. I, I, oh. Sorry. Steve Here we go. fucking I, I met Mark McGrath in person. He looks really weird. That tracks. All of that tracks. Here we go. Like a chump. Like a chump. Limp biscuit. Limp biscuit. Limp Bizkit. There it is. Yep. Uh, number seven. Oh, sorry, Chris, please. I was going to say, are y'all talking about jerking off onto a biscuit? Mm-hmm. Like where they get their name from? Mm-hmm. Like oh, if anyone, if anyone didn't know that, it's a, the name of their band is based off of a uh, tradition in frat houses where a bunch of guys jerk off onto a biscuit, and then the last one to like jerk off onto the biscuit has to eat the biscuit filled with yeah. jizz. Also known as soggy biscuit. Is another right. uh, commonly known yeah, phrase for the same thing. That person has to eat the biscuits. About Limp Biscuit lore. <laughs> Today, on Volume 3, we have Chris Miller giving you the origins of ejaculating on bread. Chris, take it away. Uh, oh. I, I, I <laughs> is that Chris or is that the soundboard? You'll never know. I went, I went Michael uh, Winslow with that one. <laughs> Okay, I thought Chris like just lean into the microphone and just, just Michael Winslow, I guess. But oh man, gross, Justin, I completely cut you off. I'm sorry. It's 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 the delay. I, That's fine. It's over. So number the seven. The universe is a podcast about interrupting Justin. <laughs> number seven. It's been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that it's, it's uh, if you didn't know? That is Steve's uh, go-to. Um, one uh, of them karaoke, karaoke song. Oh, okay, yeah. nice. That's your hotspot yeah, song. I felt I felt alive for the first time since mid March hearing that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we haven't done karaoke for almost a year. Oh, it's oh, that's, that's the one. It's ah, just it. It's oh, I already heard. The, I heard the next one, and I know what it is. You're right. Well, that's. <laughs> I feel like this is the one that's going to be. I feel like you can't argue against it. Look at it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nope. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Nope. All right, let's get let's get through these here. All right, number. The worst uh, is that that is actually going to be stuck in my head for. Like, <laughs> look at that. All right. Uh, look at it. Look at it. You bare naked ladies, when I meet you. <laughs> it's bad. Bet you the Raiders of the Lost Ark like melty face man. <laughs> Look at this! It's Ben. It's Ben. Look at this! Oh, wow. <laughs> we never thought about the combination. The old one. We never bunch. thought about the combination. <laughs> All right, so 7.7s. That's, that's the new thing, 7.7s. 7.7s. It's just, you know, four, almost five seconds straight of just... Oh, just people are like, what is this madness? Okay, here we go. Hold on, here we go. Number nine. Number nine. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. A little alien ant farm. That's a good one. 
feel yep. like you. I feel like you missed a big opportunity there to play number nut, number nut. Anyways, and that's probably about what 0.7 seconds would be on that. All right, here we go. (laughs) Uh, Someone called this out. Here's the thing. I I immediately veto and override this one, but I put it on here just because of the history of the show. Someone already asked for it in the chat. Here you go. The block had a bunch of hits. Chinese would make me sick. Yep. Summer Girls by LFO. uh, Yes. Yep. Man, Dude, this, you was know, a, this was a this, late. This is a really good list of ten. That's a, <laughs> this that's is a late. This is a late minute, uh, a last minute edition. Uh, just as we were preparing to come on air, uh, this got that's brought up. Say. So this is this is one more that we have. So eleven. Mm-hmm. Right, my own worst enemy. Okay, mm-hmm. so out of those, what do we think? What's All right, the, what's can the we go through them again, real quick? Just real yes, quick. Here. Some. Nope, that one's out. Click, click. No. Oh, that's a heavy, that's a lead contender, I think. Okay. It's mm. bad. That one gets you every time, though. It's so good. I'm going to keep that that's, one. Gotta keep that one. One week since you left in me. Keep that yeah, one. I'm so- Keep. I think right. it's been. It's the only one that can stand on its own. Like, I agree. Like that's a full, almost a full sentence. And that right. that one is strong because that's what I'm also listening to these for. Is like how like when you play them, it's like whoa, it grabs you. So <laughs> as a subject and a verb. Look at new kids. All right. Go. So I like now. I have I have four alternatives to four of these as well. Oh what? what? So. So instead so of this one, too many options. So instead of Not this ten, one, we also have. Hey now. Oh, from the same. Some hey now. Uh, right? I like that or, actually. Some hey now. Some hey now. Wait, Steve, are yeah, you a mouther? Are you a mouther, Steve? Uh, excuse me. Smash, are you a mouther? <laughs> I was like, no, can you not hear me? I'm talking for real. <laughs> so I feel like I feel like. And it's been. I feel like those are the two top contenders. Yeah, I think. I think. And don't use my enthusiasm. For oh, two I'm 100 voting for. Lady, I'm 100 uh, voting for BNL to like sway so. your your recurring joke. I, I just it hits a chord for me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's all I have to say. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, am I supposed to be voting? <laughs> um, I'm voting for it, I'm voting for it's bet. That's my vote. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with. I think the disturbed one is a little. It's too obvious. You know, it's too obvious. I, I think it's been is, is something. Oh, it was, I think it, it's it too was, obvious. It's too obvious. It's something that everyone okay. knows. And I think uh, it's been is unexpected. It's been. And also very prolific. And while it doesn't have a, a whole lot of musical quality to it, like the trap thing whoa, did. Whoa, 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 whoa. You know, because that's, that's the thing about trap. Trap was like, bum, bum, bum. You know, it was like, whoa, yeah. that's the thing where, you know. Well, I also like that it doesn't have the N in it's Ben. It's Ben. It's E dash, and then it ends. Right. It's Ben. It's like he's saying you want it to resolve. It's almost like he's saying it's Ben. You know, it's like it's Ben. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my do you, god! Do you I have, have one anyone whose whose name is Ben? Who I tell you what, when we do podcast, you bet your ass the second, we're gonna play that. The second they come into this to the chat or anything it's like that, you can just you can fucking set. There you go. I there do have is. one more contender. If you guys will, uh, if you'll permit me. Yes. One more contender. Uh, you guys, uh, you'll, you'll like this one. Welcome to the Throwdown. Oh, yeah. It's time Steve's confused. Throwdown. That's their intro for the their segment called The Throwdown, Steve. If you'll remember oh. the last time you guys were on, we did uh, Gene Siskel versus Roger Ebert. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. That's right. So, That's right. So today's throwdown. I think cancer came up. It did, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's been cancer. Um, ah! <laughs> <laughs> did we not expect that to be used in that way? That's great. So no, you already no, finding no, good uses for it. No, yeah. it goes, oh shit, useful already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been cancer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Doug, are you ready? I'm ready, sir. All right. So, Douglas, take it away. This week's throwdown is Tom Cruise versus Christian Bale. So, Christian Bale recently, sorry, Tom Cruise recently had a uh, little bit of a meltdown on set. Um, Without getting too far into it, I fully support him. Uh, I think he was 100%. Uh, protecting uh, lots of jobs and the integrity of the set. We won't get into it, but uh, Christian Bale also known for a gigantic meltdown on set in uh, while filming uh, Terminator Salvation. Yeah. So uh, these two hotheads, these two movie loving hotheads, um, they're going to go face to face. Doug, do you want to set us up with a scenario where these two might meet and they might be, on tilt. Of course, they're starring hey, in a movie. Can you do it with the throwdown filter on? Oh, sorry. What do you mean? I like your throwdown voice. Oh, filter. my voice? Okay, like, here we go. Yeah. Alright, here we go. Yeah. We'll, we'll add some. Alright. Yeah, they're on the set yeah. of a new yeah. period piece gladiatorial movie. And these two are set to duel each other in a scene. Because that's what movie actors do. <laughs> and as they're facing off, they're really getting into their method pieces and they've, they've actually have real actual swords. And Christian Bale takes a stab too close to, to Tom Cruise and actually nicks the side. And he starts to bleed a little bit. Tom Cruise turns to him and says, what the fuck are you doing? And Christian Bale in character goes, I'm gonna kill you and I will be emperor of Rome. And that's how it starts. That was really cool. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. So obviously, uh, Christian Bale, <laughs> Christian Bale has, uh, it, it has done method acting work um, to become the actual uh, emperor of Rome, right? Without a doubt. Okay. So <laughs> and the Batman. <laughs> so we can assume that Christian Bale at least is uh, is well versed oh, sure, in no. the in the fighting techniques of the Roman empire. Yes, absolutely. Without yes, a doubt. Okay. 
So I think that would give him a, a you know, leg up right off the bat. Well, I'd also yeah. say that um, Christian Bale is six foot. Tom Cruise is five seven. Bit of a height difference, maybe a little bit of a reach, you know, situation. Yeah, but if you've if you've ever seen Magnolia, uh, you can you can see a nice little shot of Tom Cruise's dingus. So I think he may have <laughs> Christian Bale beaten there. <laughs> He's tripod, is what you're saying. Mm, yeah, unless it was. <laughs> I think it depends on what movie that Christian Bale is is training for at that given point, right? Which we've decided as as like the conqueror of Rome, so he's going to be in good shape. Like if he was doing it as uh, he was Dick Cheney too, right? Yes. Like if he was doing yes. it as Dick Cheney, Cruz might have him. Emperor of Rome, I'm thinking like Maximus from uh, uh, Gladiator. Let's get Russell Crowe. Yeah, I, I think Bale. I think it's Bale. Although I Tom Cruise, Scientologist, aliens. <laughs> Also, have you seen the goddamn interview with him on Oprah? He he's got crazy people strength. He's got crazy people strength, and he also mm. does his own stunts. He is a yes, legitimate yes. badass. Without yeah, really, he learned without to fly fear. a helicopter for Mission like Impossible. He, right, he hangs off the Dubai Tower. He fucking I'm hangs good. off airplanes. Prolific runner, fucker. Prolific runner. I mean, always running, nonstop running. Yeah. Um, prolific runner. I would say I don't know if uh, I don't know if Bale does uh, his own stunts like that. Well, here's the thing: he Bale is 12 years younger. Oh, but Cruz is still jumping off uh, fucking cliffs on a motorcycle and parachuting. He so. does bathe in the blood of virgins, so that probably helps with his vitality. Very mm. true. How about a fucking plot twist? The movie. <laughs> is directed by David O. Russell. <gasps> famously, oh, famously, famously angry director who has also had its own on-set blow-ups. Right. Specifically at Lily Tomlin. Exactly. I heart Huckabee's bitches. So, I'm not uh, the nicest lady third, in the world. Third person added into the ring. I'm doing it. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Uh-huh. But the thing was, the whole time he's into it. He loves the animosity. He loves the hostility. He's just like, keep filming. Keep rolling. We got to get this. This is what we need. <laughs> Guys, I think this would be a good movie, like a real movie. We should probably stop making people fight and just make this movie. Yeah. Right. What a Roman. We, we're the real winners of the throwdown. A Tommy Cruz. A Tommy Cruz. Uh, 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 what's the other guy's name? It's Chrissy Christian Bebe. Bay. <laughs> Christian Chrissy Bebe. Oh, Tommy boy. Cruz and Chrissy Bebe. Yeah. Tommy Cruise and Chrissy Bebe, directed by Davey O. Russes. Chrissy Bebe, New Earth. There's a real twist. He can kick now. There's no, like, baby New Earth is, right? Dancer. Cheers. No. Never mind. Totally. It's, it's, totally. Yeah. Might be no, I got you. Cheer. I got you. Absolutely. What the yeah. fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, Doug and I are in the no So Yeah. <laughs> Christian Dale, baby. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think I agree with Steve that it completely 100% depends on the role that he is currently playing. Okay. And a uh, Roman warrior, a Roman uh, gladiator, which uh, Doug so deftly set up. I think uh, Bebe may have an, the upper hand here. Can I? I go ahead. What if they're oh, in between ahead. movies? <laughs> what if it's just like, because I feel like that's, like we're setting up a very specific, like what if it's, just Christian like Bale a, on a random a mountain, Saturday afternoon. And what if Tom it's like Cruise. a Mountain Dew Doritos commercial where it's just 
uh, and you know, Post Malone is there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or it's one and of so those new weird Uber shape. commercials where they're on either side of the hall, like ordering conflicting food. Right. <laughs> Tonight I'll be eating chicken masala. Yeah. <laughs> I love I that girl, Katie Holmes, on a burrito. <laughs> that was that was his. Uh, because I ground her up. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rein this back in. <laughs> I'm gonna rein this right back in here. Great. <clears throat> so, Thanks for running it in. <laughs> if we are Good. nice. Here's okay, the thing. I yes, back. I will I'm say back. if if uh, Christian Bale is training for uh, a super intense, uh, you know, him being the method actor that he is, he's bulked up, he's studied fighting styles. You know, he may be able to take Cruz. I still think Cruz is going to give him a real fucking run for his money because I'm with he you. does his own stunts. He's like Cruz doesn't have a glass jaw. This guy. This guy hangs. He hangs. He hangs deep and hard. In the in in one of the, uh, I see, I see. Uh, in one of the more recent Mission Impossible movies, there's a stunt where uh, I feel like Justin, you might be familiar with this, where he jumps. Tom Cruise jumps from building A to building B, and like snaps his ankle in the process, and still like mm-hmm. runs off set. And that's the take that they used. Like, yeah. I don't see Bale doing Oof. that. You know, he full Jackie Chanded. it. Which oh, just no, like uh. I would not do it either. Just, but that's just, just like a Vigo Mortensen on uh, Lord of the Rings when he kicked a helmet. Yeah, he broke his toe, like, right? Yeah, and they kept that tootsie. take. He's like, "Man, that guy is really feeling agony." It's like, "Yeah, he broke his toe." Yeah, because <laughs> he did. Yeah. 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 Chase also I, did that in night, um, the Christmas Vacation movie, right? But nobody so likes that. I think he's getting better, right? And then, uh, All right, yeah, so my vote, chase? my my vote is going to be for Tom Cruise purely for yeah. the fact that. He never stops. Never, ever, ever stops. Like he's he's in amazing shape, even at 58. And I think there's a love. There's a mentality that goes into what he does. I think Bale is in it in the moment. He's a method actor. He's in there in the moment. He's in that thing. But once that's done, he's out. He moves on. Whereas Tom Cruise is always there. There's always some level of intensity. He carries that intensity like throughout. He wakes up and he's like ready to go. I'm I'm going Tom Cruise as well. Again, I think it's completely yeah. dependent on Bales's movie, but as we already established, this is a Mountain Dew Doritos commercial, so I think Tom Cruise has it. <laughs> Steve, you, Steve. You, you there with us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I see one one Bale beating Tom Cruise. That's Batman Bale, uh, but I think otherwise Cruise has it, and specifically right, Dark it. Knight Bale. But yeah, uh, yeah. And David O. Russell is a close third. Oh, yeah, I forgot about <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Tom wow, gang, guys, this was so much fun as expected, as build. Uh, Chris and Steve just making this a very special episode. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. This was amazing. Of course, anytime, anytime. Yeah, uh, we should probably get you on our podcast at one point, right? <laughs> oh, we'd love yeah, we'd that. We should sure. start that back up. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the part of the show where we like to obviously uh, give our guests the opportunity to uh, promote anything they've got going on. Also, if you have any recommendations, if there's a movie, there's a book, there's a TV show, there's a game, anything oh. that you think someone should check out, uh, the floor is yours. Promote yourself, recommend something. It's it's up to you. Go for it. Yeah, check out our podcast, The Review Universe with Chris and Steve. Yeah. Or check out our streaming platform, The Streamed Universe, on YouTube. 
Uh, our podcast is uh, anywhere you can find podcasts, but also like you guys, uh, check it out on Spotify because it's the best place to listen. Um, and then as for any other media, I don't fucking know. I saw a Relic the other day. That's a good fucking movie, y'all. If you're looking for the next Babadook, watch Relic. That shit is fucked. Really? You mean the monster that that, that hunts for your hypothalamus? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's 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 really quite depressing. And it was like an Australian movie from I think this year, and it from went Jared? way under. Uh, from Jared. No, Jared's from New, Ze- New Zealand. Um, and Matt was from New Zealand. It oh, went New way Zealand under Matt. the radar. No one watched it, and it's a horror movie, and it's fucking great. So just, when did just it come check out? that out. Ish. Uh, 2020. Like, oh, that's right now. That's what I said. This year, dumbass. <laughs> oh, like, I know what that is. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I uh, I would have the same recommendations as, as Chris because I only do things with Chris. Um, Creative. So yeah, uh, <laughs> Chris has gotten me into. I I think we get creative. Uh, uh, Chris has gotten me into uh, Destiny Two recently. That's kind of fun. It's like uh, like modern Halo. Um, it's kind of neat. So I do that. Uh, so I recommend trying that, even if you didn't think you'd like it, because neither of us thought we would like it, and we both like it. A fair amount. Agreed. Agreed. Don't do drugs. We also play, yeah, we play a lot online. Uh, we don't stream Destiny 2. That's just for us. But uh, if you guys want to play, just let us know. Okay, <laughs> bye. Awesome. Very good. Justin, what do you got to recommend this week? Uh, on Netflix, I strongly recommend checking out Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. It's the Viola Davis, uh, Chadwick Boseman's last movie he was in. Uh, Denzel Washington produced it. Um, August Wilson, it's based off an August Wilson play. And he wrote 10 plays that talk about the black experience through each decade. So what this one happens in the, I think the twenties and the one that Denzel was in a few years ago with Viola was uh, fences. And so Denzel has committed to making the remaining eight of what they call the century cycle. That's the 10, the, uh-huh. the full, can't uh, wait for a raisin in the sun, done. baby. I don't know if that's a thing, but yes, I haven't. That is a thing. All right. Cool. So, Mob Rainey's Black Bottom. Strongly recommend checking it out. I thought it was a fantastic movie, and I'm curious to see what uh, what they do with the rest of them. Nice. Very cool. I so remember seeing got, the trailer for Fences, and I was like, damn, like this looks really cool, really intense, and I haven't had a chance to check it out. So, I need, I'm need. i going back to watch that one, I think, uh, this weekend. Awesome. Uh, uh, f- to be clear, I was joking. A Raisin in the Sun is written by Lorraine Hansberry and is a play, but uh, is also about the black experience, but uh, a good play nonetheless in its own right. God damn it, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I would recommend uh, the Real Dictators podcast. Uh, it's a phenomenal podcast that I started last week, and I've just been absolutely tearing through it. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm a history buff, but I'm curious about, you know, you hear different names, and you sort of study stuff in school, and I tend to forget, like, really what happened. And it's, it's, a, it's a real look at some of the most terrifying and awful dictators in life, uh, there's Kim Jong Il, uh, Joseph Stalin, uh, Mao Zedong, uh, Papa Doc, and um, the one I'm on right now is uh, Hideo. Babadook. It's not Babadook, but uh, it's fascinating because it starts. <laughs> it, it talks about how did these how did these people become what they were and what was the lasting effect. And it's it's a they have you know obviously experts on the different 
topics and it paints a really amazing picture of it. The episodes are like 30 to 40 minutes each and it's usually like three episodes per dictator. Really cool. Check it out. The Real Dictators podcast. Fucking love it. It's it's phenomenal. So check that out if you get a chance. It's really cool. Speaking of podcasts, don't forget to follow MindGap Podcast on all our social medias at MindGap Podcast. Really good segue. It's a very great. See, thank you in your face. (laughs) And also don't forget to check us out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash MindGap Podcast. Come on by, drop us a follow, uh, hang out with us for both uh, Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Central. We record our podcast live and also Saturday nights at 8 p.m. Central. We do our video game live stream this Saturday, December 26th. I'll be doing Total War Warhammer 2. So come hang out. Uh, watch you play the game and it'll be a good time. Also, uh, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. We post all of our episodes there as well as highlights from the show and our streams. And don't forget to follow Justin online as well. On Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael spelled M I K E L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Spotify, on Google podcast, Apple podcast, Stitcher, all the places where you can find and consume the old podcasts. And, uh, you know, share us around, subscribe, rate, review, all those things. The big one is sharing. It means so much to us. Just copy the link, share it out to your friends and say, hey, these assholes uh, are funny. Listen to them. They'll know what it means. And then 2East8th.com slash MindGap. And then just keep an eye on all 2East8th stuff. Look, I lied to you all. Uh, Sid Penrose isn't going to be done before the end of the year. It's not my fault. So fuck off. Just wait. Hey. In 2021. This year did not deserve Sid Penrose. Next year deserves it. Well, here's the thing. You're being honest, right? You're not going to yes. release it. It's not going to be unfinished. You're going to release right. it when it's ready. And you're being honest right. with your audience and your consumers. Wow. And that's what matters. Beautiful. Right. Wow. You know what? I'll say this. I'll say this. It's been a long time coming, but it's on its way. Yes. Man. I'm so <laughs> glad we have this fun. now. I'm so That's glad great. you hold the keys to this castle, Justin. It makes me very, very happy. Thank you for that. Yeah, that's, uh, and speaking of thank you, <laughs> I want to say all of them. I want to say thank you yeah. to Chris and Steve for coming and hanging out with us tonight. This was an absolute pleasure having you back on the show. Thank you. That was that was a good yeah. time. Great way to spend a Tuesday. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Um, hopefully, we'll see you guys soon. And once we start up our podcast, we'll have y'all on. Um, because the reason we didn't last time, we didn't know how to set up for microphones. <laughs> hey, we went through the same it's thing. True. So we get we know exactly what you're going through. But thank you guys for hanging out. This is great. We'd be happy to be on, remind, on your podcast. If you remember back to the first time you came on, remember the rat's the nest bar. and cables that we had? We, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You guys it was on. wild. We made it yeah. work. But it was wild, to say the least. So thank you guys for hanging out. Time. And I also want to say, so I want to say uh, to you, Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you so much. To our Twitch followers and and, and chat people, thank you. And uh, listeners, thank you. That's it. Simple. And with that being said, you all have a wonderful holiday and have a dandy fucking week. And Steve, thank thank you, Steve. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Mind Gap Podcast.